My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. So excited today. We have a young entrepreneur, super excited. Okay, the guest I'm bringing on, Courtney Quinn. Um, she's the founder and digital marketing strategist at Kin Creative Co. She's also going to be launching her podcast called The Female CEO Show. It's going to be launching in January, which is super exciting. So within her digital market marketing agency, it focuses on social media management for small businesses. So before we go any further, I'm going to let Courtney cover all that topic. She has the most experience with it, and I'm really excited to share it with you guys. But Courtney, welcome to the show. How's it going? I am so good. It's going great. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. You know, before we really dive in, we're going to have some great conversation within, you know, what you're up to in the business, some takeaways, challenges, what's working. And uh, so great conversation within that alone. But before we really dive into that, would you mind taking us back to your journey? How did you get to where you are? I know you have a very powerful story, so I would love to share it with everyone listening. Absolutely. Let's dive in. We'll we'll kind of rewind like back to the very beginning because I grew up with my dad as a small business owner. And so I saw that lifestyle he was able to lead, the flexibility that it provided him, and I just always I always wanted that for myself. And I went to college still knowing that I wanted to have my own business. I studied a ton in our entrepreneurship department and did not want to go into corporate, but I had no business to start. Like I did not have an idea or anything solid enough to really run with after graduation. So I did end up in corporate. Um, I had an internship and then I took a full-time job doing one was in sales and one was in consulting with a public accounting firm. And that was where I got like my full-time gig and corporate. And I lasted a year. (laughs) It was not for me. Uh, Right off the bat, I knew like, this is not what I signed up for. This is not, this is not going to work. It was really mind numbing, monotonous work. I spent all day, every day with three computer screens filled with Excel spreadsheets on it. And And clients didn't really like us. Like we would come in essentially to audit them. So we weren't coming in and people were excited to see us. They were like not happy when we were at their office. So it was just, it was not the vibe. And the corporate culture was brutal. And I developed debilitating anxiety. I was having weekly or multiple weekly panic attacks. Not it. And I recognized that. So I started an Instagram like fashion blog essentially for workwear because I was looking for outfit inspiration on what I should be wearing to work. And there really wasn't anyone posting that type of content. Like 
someone who's new into the corporate world. So like things still had to be kind of affordable, but also like look professional. But for me, it was really important to be comfortable too. And I just, you know, I couldn't find that anywhere. So I saw that gap and was like, okay, well, I'll just slide on right in there. And that was kind of in my mind, like that was my exit strategy for corporate was to monetize this blog, this Instagram page. And I wanted to be like an influencer and make money from my phone and leave corporate. And my mental health just kept declining in corporate. And so me showing up and almost like glamorizing corporate in a way um, was really difficult for me. So I kind of stopped showing up on Instagram after mm, maybe like six or so months in corporate. But someone approached me with a network marketing opportunity through through my Instagram account. And it was on a particularly miserable evening on a business trip. I was snowed into my hotel room and I I had oatmeal for dinner. Like it was really sad. (laughs) And so someone reaches out and normally I would just like ignore those messages, delete them. It wasn't interested, but I was like, you know what? let me know what you got. Like, tell me, entertain me, please. And I saw these women who were in their young twenties who were living a life of freedom and making a ton of money. And I was like, well, this seems like maybe it's my Willy Wonka golden ticket out. So I dove into network marketing and that actually did take off for me. That was incredible. It was working. And within like seven months of doing that, I decided to take the leap and quit my corporate job. I wasn't making the same amount of money through network marketing as I was in corporate. It was a gamble. It was a leap and it was scary, but I knew that I couldn't stay in corporate. And so that was a really great way to kind of dip my toes into being self-employed. And it was great. It was working until it stopped. Like it just stopped working. I got stuck. I was so close to that like free car, I say with air quotes. Um, And then the pandemic hit and numbers like really tanked Um, and people started falling off. I had a team of over a hundred women that I worked with and things just started kind of crumbling. And I was getting frustrated because I was calling myself a business owner and like, this was my business that I was running, but it wasn't my own. There were so many rules and restrictions that we had to abide by and compliance was always looming over us, like watching everything we did. And I was like, I want to be able to do whatever the heck I want to do in my business. And so I realized that network marketing really just wasn't aligned with what I wanted to do anymore on top of it just really wasn't working anymore. Right. So I had a, I had a small quarter life crisis for a little bit there trying to figure out what to do because I knew I didn't want to go back into like an office setting. And I was just trying to figure out how I could still like work from home and be a, be a work from home dog mom. And I realized I was having a conversation, I think with my mom about Instagram and about social media. And she was asking me questions and I was explaining these things to her. And it clicked that so much of what I knew about social media from having grown my workwear Instagram page and having grown 
my network marketing business, both all on Instagram alone, that there was so much that I knew about social media and about Instagram that was really just second nature to me that so many other people didn't get. And we're in the pandemic at this point, and we're really realizing how important it is for businesses to have a presence on social media and to stay relevant, especially when there's not foot traffic and all of that. So I was like, oh, well, I can help people with their businesses on social media. Like that's, that's what I'll do. Uh, And I dove in and created a virtual assistant business. And I was taking any job that I could get. I was taking any work. I was doing random stuff like SEO. Um, I was doing Pinterest. I was doing graphic design, like whatever people would hire me for and like pay me for, because I had no safety net. I was diving in and doing that. And then I realized like, I'm getting kind of tired of having to learn new things every time I hire a client. Like I want to just focus on social media because that's why I got into this in the first place. So I kind of niched down the services that I was offering. And then I niched down even further and quit calling myself a virtual assistant and marketing myself as that because I realized that people like virtual assistants are looked at as the more affordable approach. And typically, like I was, a jack of all trades. You know, they're willing to do any work that you'll give them, admin, social media, whatever, bring it on. And so I niched down and started marketing myself as a social media manager, just to kind of come across more as that expert and to really be like, this is what I want to work on. I just want to be doing social media. I don't want to be doing your admin work. I don't want to be doing your SEO. Like social media is it. And that's when things really took off. I was getting really great results for my clients. I was getting a ton of business through client referrals, which was amazing. And I started having to hire a team and built out a team of what is now seven other women that I work with. And now like what started as a a one woman show is now a whole agency and we support our clients through all like digital marketing. So social media, but also like paid ads through website design, through influencer management, and just really create a comprehensive approach for businesses in the digital space. So it's really like, it has been quite a journey and things have really morphed, but I've just really learn to listen to my gut and know when it's time to leave an opportunity and jump into something new and just like continually pivot. And I feel like I'm just like, I'm chasing happiness and I'm chasing like freedom and flexibility. So like whatever, whatever I have to do to get there and to kind of keep chasing that dragon is kind of how my career roller coaster has been, has been going. (laughs) Wow, this is so exciting. I mean, you went all the way from the corporate world to, you know, doing a business with networking, but not having it done the way that you would have liked to, to yeah. really growing a what, you know, to jumping into the virtual assistant and then growing a seven person agency. Like, congratulations, honestly. Oh, thank you. Wow. So tell me how it feels now. How does it feel now? Oh, I finally am getting, I'm going to be getting that freedom. You know, I'm finally finding my passion and tell me how it feels. It feels, it feels expansive. It feels kind of limitless right now Um, because I, I am like starting to create 
more like moving more from the like done for you service more into like education and being able to create like programs and digital products um, and a podcast to just expand that. Um, right. So I, it's still like, I, I'm not like, I'm not settling at what I was able to do at like 24, 25. Like I want to keep growing. So, but I really have like roots down, like my feet are planted and where I'm at and what I'm doing, which does feel really good. Cause for a long time, it was like, one year here, one year there, one year here. And now I feel like I'm rooted um, and just kind of growing and expanding from there. This is so exciting for you. I mean, the journey has just begun too, right? Like in this agency. So it's huge, all the things that you can accomplish. So this is great. So what would you say based on where you are today with your agency is some of the or within even the last six months have been some Mm -hmm. of the biggest challenges because we know you know the people listening um are also entrepreneurs and maybe they have a podcast but um I'm sure you have some value to add as to how you've maybe overcome some challenges or maybe some that you're still dealing with that you're getting over or getting through absolutely Letting go of control was a big thing for me. Uh, I was very much like, I'll just handle it because I know that I'll do it right. Um, And so kind of letting go of that to open up more opportunities for me to be able to, you know, start venturing down other avenues and building new things or like just being able to give myself some time off, being able to unplug. Um, Actually, within the last six months, I feel like a big lesson that I've learned is boundary setting for myself between like work and personal life and shutting the laptop and knowing that it will still be there in the morning. Um, There's nothing that I'm doing in social media that is like urgent, that can't wait until tomorrow. Like I'm not saving lives or anything. So like kind of taking some of that pressure off of myself has been right really, really huge to look out for my mental health. But also like, I know I mentioned, I I always wanted a business for myself because I saw the flexibility that it provided my dad. But I was like, what is the point of having my own business? If I am working literally 16 hours a day from wake to sleep, like, yeah, I'm running my own business and it's what I've wanted to do, but I have no quality of life. Right. What was the point of that? So really starting to work to build a business and build systems that help like give me quality of life and that like I have a business that helps me live the life that I want to live and like not a business that is running my life. So that has been big growth probably over the past six months um, because over the summer I kind of checked out a little bit. And I was traveling and it was really nice knowing that my business was still running and I wasn't having to be chained to my laptop for like at least 12 hours a day. So that has been some big growth for me within the last few months, for sure. Absolutely. It would be for sure. I think a lot of the entrepreneurs um, that we meet are also in the same same position at times like Mm -hmm. you know it's hard to let go and outsource and allow your time freedom back um and honestly most of the time when you do that 
letting go of that control is like, well, first of all, you're outsourcing, you're able to put more thing, more time and energy into stuff that you're really good at and passionate about and yes. allow the business to run smoothly and even maybe generate more income that way because mm-hmm. you're not slowing down because only one person is doing it. You have the people in the right positions to do it as well. 100, 100%. I feel like there is a little bit of like, there was a learning curve for me when it came to hiring and outsourcing and kind of like getting them trained and making sure that things did end up being produced like to my standards, to my liking. But then, yeah, once we were over that hump, oh my gosh, I would be nowhere without my team. I am, I am so obsessed with them and so grateful for them. That's amazing. So I know that you mentioned um, some cool topics and I'd really want to make sure we cover them before the end of the show. You know, three social media tips for every business owner that they need to know. Do you mind jumping into that? Let's do that. First and foremost, everyone is overcomplicating social media. Everyone is overcomplicating it. Everyone's overthinking it. Like it should be fun. It should be easy. It should be social. Like remember Instagram in like 2011 and everyone was just posting random pictures with those terrible filters. Like (laughs) yeah, snap back more into that energy. Like no one cared. You were like, oh cool. I got one like, awesome. Like, thanks. No one cared. (laughs) Um, People weren't didn't have like value attached to likes and to comments and to analytics. Like it was just fun and it was easy. So you're overcomplicating it 100%. Um, But one of my biggest tips for business owners when it comes to creating content and keeping things simple is to keep record, like keep a list, keep a note of every single question that you are asked about your business in the DMs, in the comments, in person, if you're on sales calls, like whatever these questions that people are asking, it is their barrier to entry into your world. And they're like, like if they're having that, they're likely not the only one. They're just the only one who's brave enough to ask. So start infusing those questions and those hurdles into your content. So when people come to your page or they decide they're ready to invest, they're ready to buy those barriers don't exist because you've already broken them down just through your content and staying that will help with staying consistent. Cause that's another very, very important tip is to stay consistent on social media, but that doesn't mean you have to post every day. In fact, I would encourage you not to post every day, but finding a cadence that works for you is important. So if you can like, dedicate yourself to post one time a week, two times a week, three times a week, whatever that looks like for you, stay consistent with it. Because I watch so many business owners get super excited and they'll bulk out like two weeks of content. They're ready to go. And they burn themselves out after one of one or two weeks of posting. And then they go radio silent for the next like two to four weeks. Right. And then I've seen that many times yeah. as well. And then the cycle repeats itself. And when you go that quiet for that long, the algorithm kind of forgets about you. They're like, oh, and you just kind of keep going lower and lower. So when you decide to come back and you're excited and you're ready to post, you're kind of like fighting an uphill battle, getting out of the depths of the algorithm to become relevant again in the algorithms to your followers 
So if you can stay consistent posting one time a week, like you will stay in the algorithm's good graces. So just stay consistent in whatever that looks like for you and, you know, make content that is fun for you. And then the third thing that is so, so important that more businesses need to do is respond to everyone, respond to your comments, respond to your DMs, make your audience feel seen and heard especially in the comment section. I know a lot of business owners, they will respond to their DMs, but if people comment on their posts, they'll just kind of leave it. And oh, I'm so I'm so tired of people like thinking about followers as a number. Like you just, you just look at that number, like these are human beings. And another human being took time out of their day to comment on your post, to right. cheer you on, like to say something. And if you acknowledge that, if you make them feel seen and heard, they're so much more likely to continue doing that. They're so much more likely to kind of like step into your world and to want to be part of what you have going on. But if you don't respond to them, they're probably not going to take that time ever again to like to post on your or to leave a comment on your post. They're probably just going to be like, oh, okay. Um, and just kind of walk away and you don't want that. That's really how you're going to create a community of followers that are obsessed with you and your brand. And like, they're waiting. They, when they see your story pop up, they're like, oh my gosh, what are they up to? Like, I need to know because you've like created community because you, they feel valued and they feel a part of something. So those are three, (laughs) three very like quick, and important tips that I think all business owners need to know, but that are really simple and can be implemented today. And they they don't take time, um, but they will be value added. I feel like there's just, there's so much noise about social media tips and tricks. Like, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Like follow these trends. When like, if you just get back to the basics of being social, of connecting with people, of remembering that they're human beings on the other side and that like people just want to feel a part of something and they want to feel good. If you can really get to that, I think whatever you build off of that will be successful, will grow on its own to focus more on the connection and less on the numbers for sure. Relationship building for sure. Absolutely. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing, Courtney. And tell us a bit about, okay, so you said you're starting your podcast in 2023 of January, January 2023. So how, tell me your intentions behind the podcast and what's your plan with it? Absolutely. Oh, I'm so excited about this. I'm Um, excited for you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, It's going to be called the Female CEO Show. And it's really, like, I don't really want it to be an extension of my business. I feel like I am, I'm all about social media all the time. And like, that is my business, but you know, there's just so much more to me. Um, and I want to build a podcast that helps me build my personal brand that I can kind of talk about whatever the heck I want, whenever I want to, but entrepreneurship and especially for women, I feel like is so layered and so multifaceted and there's so much else going on. And we know how things get glamorized on social media, but there's like, there's a lot of heaviness and there's a lot of shit that you have to wade through as an entrepreneur. So I really want to be able to open up an opportunity to have those conversations, talk about the tools that have helped me, 
but I'm really excited to learn from other people too. Like I want to have on new guests that can talk about other things, um, like cycle syncing and having that in your business, like incorporating that, um, like how to manage your hormones and like create a business that like is healthy for you in all aspects, um, and supports you like in all aspects of your life, like not just from nine to five. So that's really kind of my goal there and we'll see what happens, but I'm excited. See what happens. Just, it's exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. And I'm just excited to learn from, from other women on what they're doing in their businesses. Cause I feel like I'm just very siloed in the social media space. Um, so being able to give other female entrepreneurs a voice to share what they have going on and really just kind of build build women up. Um, but also if there are women out there who are like interested in starting a business, but haven't quite like gotten the nerve up yet. Like I want to kind of be that voice in the back of their head that is like encouraging them. That's kind of pushing right. them towards that to help them be like, okay, like I'm ready to take control and I'm ready to take this jump and do it. So that's the heart behind the female CEO show. And just like sharing lessons that I've learned in my roller coaster of a career that have benefited me and no gatekeeping, no gatekeeping allowed, just like sharing everything that's going to help. That's little help everyone that'll help other women. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I love the fact that you're, you're like, you know, you're not attached to any outcomes. You're like, I'm just there to empower yeah. and whatever happens happens. And honestly, yeah. that's normally when the success comes, right. The more and more success comes, I, I should say you're already very successful. Yeah. So <laughs> this is really exciting. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for taking the time to come out and, you know, be a guest on our show and add some value oh. on a topic that we haven't covered quite yet. So this is exciting Good. for us as well. And, yeah. um, super pumped with that. So thank you again. What a pleasure. And you know, if anyone's looking to connect with you and what you have going on, what would be the best way for them to go ahead and reach out? Yes, I would love that. My, like where I'm hanging out the most is on Instagram, um, at quinncreative.co. Quinn is Q-U-I-N-N. Um, and you'll be able to come over there and just kind of see everything that's going on in our world. I'm sharing social media tips, daily, but I'm also going to be sharing more about the podcast and just kind of more about like my personal life and kind of the CEO lifestyle, um, which is not as glamorous as it seems like, you know, just getting real about that on stories and stuff. And I'm kind of, I'm exploring the same thing on TikTok. Um, so you can find us or find me on TikTok under that same username. And it's just a bit more, um, I don't want to say unhinged, but like off the cuff content. Like if I think of something, I'm like, oh, let's make a video about that. Um, so keeping the quality on Instagram, but like the quantity is on TikTok. That's a better look into like the inner workings of my mind. Thank you so much, Courtney. This has been such a pleasure. And group, if you're listening now, you know how to connect um, with Courtney on Instagram, TikTok, whatever it might be. And, uh, you know, send her a message. You know, if you're needing help in these areas, she's the one to go to. So thanks Absolutely. so much, Courtney. Thank you so much, group, Brittany. Of course, of course. Uh, group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on, just like our amazing Courtney Quinn did today to talk about your business, talk about what you have going on, maybe about your podcast, 
your journey, please go to top100interview.com and we'd love to have you on as well. Thanks, you guys. Catch you on the next one. Thanks, Court. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.